When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, it's a very good morning to SEM Breakfast on a Monday. Kane and Bucks with you. Lots of footy to dissect over the weekend. Some really strong performances and a whole host of teams who will be waking up this morning thinking we can win the Premiership. The season is 10 days away. Joining us on the McCafe menu, our official coffee partner, the new captain of the Hawks, and they were in pretty impressive against the Pies as well after starting slowly. John Buchanan, former Australian coach, will discuss... All the happenings over there in India, as well as the anniversary of Warney's passing. The buck stops here is back for season 2023. I've had a quick glance at it, and it is elite. So that'll get the phones ringing. Looking forward to uh, getting that to bucks after 7 o'clock. All your thoughts on the weekend of footy, you can jump on the phone and join in the conversation with us. The IMR Insurance open lines, one 736 736 And with me is the Collingwood champion, the Australian Football Hall of Famer, He's back in the commentary box doing what he does very, very well. Nathan Buckley's his name. Bucks, good morning. G'day, Kane. How's things, mate? Well, I'm a bit sore. <laughs> you, you were telling us, or me, off air, about your training session with uh, the Brighton Bombers, is it? Yes. The Brighton Bomber under-14s. I uh, went out there last night to, um, well, well, we'll discuss the reasons why in a second. Um, but I had honestly had not really kicked the football in seven years. And when I say not really kicked the football, I've you know had the odd kick, but seriously run around and kicked the football or played a game since 2015 when I retired. Gee, it was confronting. What, what, uh, what's the, uh, the, skill... the payoff? What, the payoff, how's the body <laughs> feeling right now? It, my, just, it's my right groin. Um, <laughs> I think that would be from the change of direction. I, look, I run a lot, but I don't run at speed and I don't change direction. So... I mean, even in the warm-up, the coach had the, the fellas like starting on their stomach and getting up and sprinting for 15 metres. Amazing how quickly you lose that fast-twitch fibre or, or um, you know, the, that, that in you, the, the, the speed and explosiveness. So that was lost. Uh, kicking was just was ordinary. Uh, was it hand or foot? The yeah, hand, ha- it's actually the, the hand or foot, isn't it? It's the drop. It just felt, I felt really, the best way to describe it is I felt really uncoordinated. Um, I think you would get it. I think you would pick it back up pretty quickly, like in terms of the skill mm. and ball handling and, and kicking. You won't obviously get the athleticism back and the speed, but yeah, it was good fun. Like they ran a really good session. He, he, coach's name's DJ. Runs a really good program. The kids were right into it. It was it was quite uplifting to be out there, like back at grassroots footy, and to see these kids just absolutely loving it and and not on their phones and and you know together. And so your um, son's in the team too. He's in the team, um, and, and he's a little battler. Like he, he's, yeah, yeah. He really, he, yeah, he struggles a bit, but he's into it. And had them doing it's sort of their preseason program. So in the middle of the session, he had them doing some some running, and they got a strength and conditioning coach. It was quite serious, and so it did all that, and that was great. So awesome. Um, yeah, was was back at it, but uh, yeah, when I think about being critical of any AFL player this morning, I'm gonna With have this... the, the performance in the back of my mind last night going. Do you hope no one had a camera on me? This night, this right? is just inspiring radio for all the all the country footballers <laughs> out there. Everyone playing suburban footy. We're, we're, I've, I'm 
faced during, with the same challenge. So the Carlton in, got announced in the Carlton draft last week, and I've got some plans. I've asked to be pushed to the second half of the season, if possible. Can mm. I? Can Can you give me until buy maybe time. sort of late June, July, even early August? Give me buy some time to get set. But then that just gives me more time to break myself as well. Oh yeah, I've, I've, I plan to train with my uh, the East Malvern Knights um, under 15s, who my young fella um, plays for. So I plan to get down there and have a run around with the kids if possible. Uh, I know that uh, Sando's coaching Ball and Tigers, so their in-season program goes to a Tuesday, <laughs> which which might be a chance. I've had. Three or four offers for the AFL nines on a Monday night. <laughs> that's, <laughs> I, a, no, that's a great game. Yeah, AFL well, nine. That's a lot of fun. I've got it. Uh, to your point, we did. I did some filming uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I've been running okay. And actually, because I've been doing my car for the last twelve months, so mm, running the mm. last sort of three three months have been on top of the ground and getting through, which has been great. I picked up a footy, I put it, punched out a little 20-metre kick and my left hammy started cramping after the first mm. kick. Okay. So that, that just, that's, I've got a way to go. There's just, so we need there's to get a way some, to go. We need to get you conditioned. Well, um, I haven't played a game of footy since 2007, mate, so I've got another, I remember, another eight nah, years but on you. I, you're, being, you're being hard on yourself because I remember seeing footage of you when you were coaching Collingwood running around. and I did, you, a, you, you did a bit. You wouldn't have known, that, was a you wouldn't have known that you weren't a, you weren't a player. Like, you were still fitting in beautifully. So the, the reason we are doing this, obviously Bucks was announced to play in the Carlton Draft, six former players. You can be recruited to play um, in your team. There was you and Bernie Vince and Jonathan Brown was a coach, I think. Were they the only two announced last week? Jordan, Jordan Lewis was yeah. the other one. Yep. So so Louis, um, Bernie Vince and myself were announced and um, we're, about to, we're about to jump into it. So I think there what might are your be plans? A, I think there might be a few more announced this week. Yes, um, yeah. why, why would you be training, I wonder? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so I don't make a fool of myself. Um, so if you want a washed up, skinny, outside wingman to play for your team, um, you can um, have a crack at getting me. And or a, I or, a, be a f- <laughs> or, or, a, or a guy that doesn't move that far that's happy just to distribute the ball off the half-back line. <laughs> Do you reckon there'll be a few country footballers that would love to get a hold of me? Like, and just, just really throw me into the ground. I reckon like, there'd, there'd be a bounty on there my There would head be bucks? a bounty on your head. Yeah, we okay. can run that. I reckon we All can right. run that. We'll see how we go. All right. Uh, what else has been happening? As we said, footy is back, and um, we will get to that after in the serious stuff after 7 o'clock. But we, we do like to get to your recommendation of the week. Now, last week you went and saw Cocaine Bear, which wasn't really a recommendation it was more of a stay away yeah no I, I didn't mind it but um okay now look i i've um the, the, just finished again queen's gambit if if oh. um if you haven't seen it it's uh it's a it's an eight part docker oh no not docker it's an eight part t- uh, series so they're, they're about sort of 45 minutes to an hour each standard like like the mini series that we've been that have been coming through it's on netflix it's about a um a young girl who uh takes on the chess world pretty much she's an orphan and um it's a it's a fantastic story so mm. i was watching it with my partner we finished it last night I, this is the second time i've watched it but it's a right. it's a bloody good show so i'd recommend that yeah no i started watching it was would have been a couple of years ago i reckon that it sort of hit yep. the scene and everyone yep. was it's an older one about it yep. yeah and um i didn't get through all of it i don't know why like really? I, I enjoyed it and maybe stopped it about episode four so yeah, go to back to it, mate. Go back because they tie it together. By the end, they tie it together really well. 
But the, the other thing that, that I was reading on Twitter was um, – and getting involved with a little bit was was your you're putting it up there the content around uh, Trent Cotchin as a forward and what is it twenty five goals you put which is I ha- that was well, that's never going to be a what's well, a goal a game if you're going to play forward you're not worth your salt if you're not kicking a goal a game most people would think Richmond will go deep now he's probably not going to play every game but. 25 would be reasonable for a small forward. So you're going to you're reducing it to 15. That's I'm, on evidence of what I saw on the weekend. And you know, my point being that eight laps around the 10 is <laughs> it's like an entree for you. Yeah, I know, but the Richmond nine that, that, that's that's the hard part. Like wearing the the Richmond number nine. Someone came out and said yeah, I'd prefer you to eat nine cheeseburgers <laughs> <laughs> in the in the nine. That would be I, I would yeah. I'd love to see that. Well, can he get 15 then? I think 15's I think fifteen's at the top end as well. To be honest, I, I, I'm with you. It's it's very hard. So it's, why are they playing him there then? Well, I don't know if that will. I don't know if it'll last. I think it's it's a uh, moving one of your one of your senior leaders, one of the players that's been such a a tremendous contributor to team success, finding another role for them, mm. whilst you bring the next breed of midfielders through is difficult. Yes. We tried to tried to move uh, Scott Pendlebury out of the middle and play him off half back three years ago. Craig McRae tried to do it last year. Mm. In the end, he ends up playing. As soon as you, the the uh, all the chips are on the table, you've you end up putting your best players in their best positions. And Scott Pendlebury in the midfield makes the players around him, in front of him and behind him, better when he's a midfielder. So, yeah, so but eventually, eventually that'll go. But so yeah, but you still got to be able to do it. The idea of being able to play another role is great, and letting the the young blood come through. But eventually, potentially, it's it's more out of the side than into a different role. Yeah. But you've got to find that out first. So that was that, that was the whole point around it. It was like it's it's not going to work. And now this isn't a criticism of a champion of the of the club, and I don't want it to be perceive that way as if we're, we're mocking it. I, it was more just this experiment with Trent Koch and I said it will last two weeks. It was, when, when I first heard about him playing forward, I said this will last mm. two weeks. It may not, may not even last one. And that was, that was the point. I was having a bit of fun with it. But um, we got questions without notice coming up a little bit earlier than perhaps we would usually do it. And that's one question I wanted to ask on Trent Cochin. Is he actually in Richmond's best 22? And if you've got one for us, let us know. 0433. 90 out 11, 16. I've got a recommendation for you, and I'm so late to the party, it's it's not funny on this. For the first time, I've got stuck into Survivor. Like, I've always enjoyed Survivor. It's always been there, but I've never been, you know, a Survivor-holic where I've sat down on a Sunday night and watched Survivor. But I'm into it now, and that that is exactly what I'm doing. I want to go on at Bucks. Now, you're the resident reality TV <laughs> guru out of You are us. kidding. What give, what, give me some tips and hints on how I can convince the Channel 10 executives to get me on this show. So you're, you're desperate I'd, to get on I'd, I'm desperate. I've said this a couple of times on radio. Well, when's I'll, it filmed first? Let's think. That's, pra- that may be the issue. Let's be pragmatic. A, when's it filmed? Well, I don't know. It would, it would have to be. What are the listeners and the viewers missing out on your content for you know, two or three months <laughs> in the middle of the footy season? That's not going to happen, mate. You if know If it's that going much. to air now, though, this is, what, this is why you're the – the, the guru. If it's going to air now, <laughs> what would it have been filmed, I don't know, four months well, ago, so, five months so ago? When, when I did Celebrity, it was filmed in 
August and went to air in January. Okay. And it was three weeks. We it was it was sort of during COVID, so we had a week of um, quarantine up at King uh, yeah King Lake, not King Lake, um, um, yeah, up in northern uh, New South Wales, and then uh, we went in for three weeks. Now I know that the guys they're filming the next one live, I think, and that's from Africa, and they're mm. over in Africa for seven weeks. So mm. I got a really good year. <laughs> it's just smart. You've got to pick your you've got, got to pick, pick your year. spots. All right, well, are you into it? And have you got a recommendation for us? Because I don't know why I'm so late to this. It feels like the show's been around for 20-plus years, Survivor, but it's just been a, it's a terrific cast. They tried to get rid of Big George last night. They couldn't get rid of him. How many how, how many weeks are we into this This series? I think there's two weeks left. Okay. Um, and they're down to the business end, so I don't know, there might be eight or nine. You just love the psychology left. of it all, don't you? And I, I love the, you know, being out there with, with rice and beans, and you know, playing against the person and the physicality of it, I think appeals to me as well. And the thing that is really good about the show, without giving it too much of a review, that they don't talk any, they don't talk anything about your personal life. There's, there's none of that. It's just playing the game. Like, yeah. There's no relationship talk. There's nothing. It's just pure. But that's playing the game. But that's that's ironic because I actually was drawn. I had a couple of opportunities, and with um, SAS as well as the other one. But it, I, I wasn't interested in the, the competitiveness or the testing of, okay. of self. It's sort of like I wasn't really, I was actually just You've there to an experience and, and to actually be on the same team helping each other through that. I was and a bit more interested. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wasn't doing it for a charity. But, uh, well, I was at Salvos, but I wasn't able to win it. They would have, they would have got 100K from it. But you're yeah. right. I mean, there is, there is an earning in it, obviously. You're not. Um, there, there are plenty of reasons why you do it, but I actually was drawn more to that connection with the with others mm. and but and working together. And and really, what what is the what's what's the end point of any anything you ever do? It's it, it's mm. it's got to be about experience and finding out a little bit more about yourself. I think that's the point. And Simon Black did it and did it really well. And I just have always admired Simon Black as a footballer um, and the way that he went about it on the show was terrific. Gavin Wanganin had a crack and was voted off first time, first night. Gav, gone. I'll have to go back and have a look. How long was Simon Black in for? He, he lasted a while. Now, this, this would have been maybe three seasons to ago. go back and watch um, some of those. And he was, like, his physicality was, was really good as well. But anyway, if you've got some tips for me, or if you know anyone on the executive team, the casting of Survivor, let me know. Hey, just very uh, quickly before you yeah. go, I, I only read this last night about Jeremy Finlayson. So I just want to shout out, like, this is very real. So his fiance Kelly Gardner, and they're now married. Yeah. Um, um, and that only happened over the last couple of weeks. A 26-year-old, um, his 26-year-old now wife, who's suffering you know, stage four cancer, um, initially in the colon, then in, into the lungs. So I just, like, that is real, and that is we, we we judge these players on what we see in the facade and what's out on the, on the football field. But I just want to say all credit. Thank you for sharing that. We've got a greater appreciation for he and his challenges and his and his connections around the football club. Um, and I wish them all the best. Um, I, I only hope that um, that she can continue fighting. They've already got one uh, one little kid, and they're thinking about having a second at some point. I just think that's uh, that's inspirational to me. Well said, Bucks. It was amazing to see them get married over the weekend. They've been really open and honest with their story, which takes so much mm. courage to do that. I mean, you can follow uh, Kelly Gardner as her name on Instagram. She's very open with 
all the challenges that that family is going through. And also there's a link to their GoFundMe page as well, yep. which you can donate to help. We're up and running for SEM Breakfast. Breakfast it's for the Kogan Money credit card. Pack full of value and for Melbourne Airport Parking now offering value. Terminal and premium parking. Lines available. I can see Andy wants to give us a buzz and jump on the phone if you want to do so too. We're taking your calls on the IMAR Insurance open line. They're the tradies, mate. Call 13IMAR. Back after this. Early days, really keen that he should play as a forward, just as, you know, that's where he actually plays. But seeing him in that last quarter today, he gave us something probably a little bit different that we didn't have in our back six for, for the first three quarters. His ability to, to get in right position for handball receives and then link up and get multiple position um, possessions and put the ball inside 50 for us, it's it's going to be an interesting one. I liken it a little bit to Nick Dacos last year where he, he came in and as a midfielder and they decided to sit him behind the ball to start with and ease him into the game a little bit more and, and he looked pretty good there so it'll be a call for Clarko to make but after that last quarter it's um, probably put a little bit more pressure on him to go back. That's Lee Adams from North Melbourne speaking about Harry Sheasel. It's our Optus Yes moment. Search Optus Business or call our dedicated business team today. Great business starts with Yes Bucks. What do you have to factor in when deciding where to play a young player? Because he started forward, he played forward last week and was the talk of the first practice game. He was pretty good with limited opportunities against the Bulldogs, but then he's gone to half back and he looks like an absolute weapon. I mean, yeah, it, it's a it's a nice problem to have, but it's not an easy one to solve. Yeah, I think obviously you're thinking about the development of the young man himself and exploring his talents to the fullest. It is a, it's a tough role to be to be asked to play forward of the ball, uh, absolutely yeah, for four quarters of a game or for a, for your full um, for your full match time. I think. To have the capacity to go and play different roles is crucial for these highly talented individuals so that they continue to flesh out you know, the, the, their capacity. But then mm. you need to balance that up with what the team needs at different times. I thought Craig McRae's use of Nick Dacos and Lee Adams referring to that um, in, in that little grab there was, was accurate because... Mm. Yeah, Dacos, I thought was used. Nick was used exceptionally well. Yeah, off half back mainly became an absolute weapon there. Went into the midfield at times when required, and even went forward of the ball, coming up as a, as the highest forward who got involved as an extra number in the midfield. There's not as much tagging that goes on, so you don't need to be worried about that as much. So it's just about where can you use that player's strengths to the betterment of the team and help him become the player that he's going to become. So I'd be, I'd expect to see Sheasel all over the field at different times. North fans, what do you reckon? Send us a temper winks, temper 40 winks text, 0433981116. Righto, Andy's been waiting patiently. He's an Aussie from Manchester. G'day, Andy. Morning to you. Morning, lads. How are you going? Good. Better, better than you, I reckon, Andy. <laughs> what is going on? Um, yeah, like, I don't know if you guys, um, you probably don't watch the round ball game that much, but us round ball fans, we get up at like, crazy hours in the morning just to, you know, um, support what we call a team of footballers or what I call a bunch of brats who, so-called Manchester United players who, mm. you know, going to one of the biggest, it's one of the biggest games of the season, if you don't know, like mm. Liverpool versus Manchester United, it's one of the biggest games you can, you know, get off for and, you know, watch as a United fan. And I just, I think I've wasted my morning I think my week's ruined I think my, I think my whole life's just like come crumbling down and um, I'm really I'm, I'm not um, I'm not all there at the minute and I just need to vent my frustration 
You sound gutted. You sound gutted, Andy. I must say, on the way in this morning, I was listening to the commentary of that game, and I heard the sixth and seventh goal, so seven zip in the end, to uh, to Liverpool, who were fifth in the uh, on the EPL ladder at the moment, and Man United were going better up at third. The commentary was talking about a lack of effort and and giving up. Is that what you saw, Andy? That's exactly right, Nathan. Exactly right. Um. If you're if you're losing, yeah, if you're losing two 0 all right, Anfield's a tough place to go. You don't you don't normally all right, you're losing two 0 shut up shot, your defenders sit back, all right, don't concede anymore, you know. Mm. Yeah, that's that's what normally happens, yeah. Mm. That's what no you normally do. But so how old how old are you, Andy? Right. Pardon? How old are you, if I can ask? I'm twenty five. Is this the most disappointing day as a man you fan you've this had? Is, the most embarrassing defeat I've ever witnessed. As mm. a, yeah, most embarrassing defeat ever. So how long does that last with, with the players that you saw? We, we won't harp on it too much longer, mate, because you've, you're feeling it. But how long does this, does, the, does this leave a stain for you for, for a little bit? These players are going to have to redeem themselves in your eyes. Well, I'll, I'll talk about it quickly. I won't take up much of your time. But this happened to us earlier in the season against Bradford. And our coach, his name's Eric Tenar, he took the players, I think, on a 13.8K mile run and Love he it. did it with them. And I think that's, you know, when you get beat like that, you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to... Do a marathon. For that. Those players are overpaid brats, some of them. Overpaid, overpaid. A lot of them, you know, taking on what most people would take home in their mm. lifetime mm. in about a week. About a Andy, week. That thank is you. Disgraceful. Thank you for um, sharing your frustration with us. That's what sport does. The the, the headlines are ferocious already. Um, this one on news.com, it says uh, the game that will be remembered for a hundred years as Liverpool murders Manchester United seven <laughs> 0 On the other side of the news headlines, I want to ask Bucks. What uh, was his most memorable punishment for a defeat? Either a punishment he put his players through or a punishment he was involved in after a bad loss. The news headlines is up now. A sports news update for Toro. Above or below ground, you can count on Toro. It is for Toro. Above or below ground, you can count on Toro. Just before we get to the sports update... um, Bucks, the, the punishment, the most memorable one you were put through as a player or you put your player through as a coach after a bad loss? No, it was in my first year of the AFL, 1993. Robert Walls was coach. We got beaten by 116 points to Essendon. We went and watched the basketball later that night. Walsey had us up at 8 o'clock, full Brisbane Bears kit, and ran us up and down the Queen Victoria markets. So we had to actually wear our, our kit. And the whole idea was about embarrassing us. In public? Yeah. So it was up and down as like a group of, you know, 40, you know, the, the players are probably about 24, 25 players there, coaches up and down, like lane by lane in the Queen Victoria market as part of a, you know, six, seven K run. Went back to um, Brisbane, did a 15 minute run. Did, uh, you know, that we do the, the two minutes of push-ups, two minutes sit-ups, six minutes of burpees. We did that yep. twice. Ouch. And then arms up, arms up, sort of little rotations, yes. little circles, big circles, tackles. Like, it, was, it wasn't quite a Shane Strempel situation, but it was, um, it was, it was two hours of, of torture. Did you have and, the uh, jumper tucked in and socks up when you're running down the streets of the market? 
Me, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I think you might have. <laughs> you don't want images from uh, from back there, but yeah, it was it was pretty full on. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen can be at any level you've played in or any stories you've heard. Most famous punishments for a bad loss. That's on the back of Andy giving us a call and speaking about his most disappointing days. This morning, as a Manchester United fan, they went down seven nil to Liverpool. Andy, if you're listening, we've got eighteen holes of golf for you and a mate with a cart. At Club Mandalay, clubmandalay.com.au. 